it is I, your host, Dharma, also known as The Entertainer, and welcome my guys, gals, and non-binary pals, also known as The Magic Pants Collective. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, because we are fun here, because rainbows are amazing. Now, bring your rainbow butts over here, because we are talking about write what you want to read, draw what you want to see. Here we talk about professional writing and professional digital art, all the tips, tricks, what not to do's, and everything in between about these two creative subjects. And we also talk about a few other things here as well, including, you know, business and how I'm doing personally, and my thoughts just on all sorts of different things and cool stuff. So welcome, and I hope you join the Magic Pants Collective today. Rainbows out! Hello loves, it is I, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, and welcome back again today, folks. And today we're going to be continuing on our digital art journey through the digital art schematic. If you didn't know, we are talking a lot about digital art lately, and um, I would really appreciate it if you went back a few podcasts and started from the beginning, at least um, at the uh, at least to the sketching podcast I recently did. But on that note, today we're going to be talking about coloring. Now we've already set up our foundation with sketching, and we're already building up with inking. Now we have coloring. Now, depending on um, what type of art you're doing or just what type of artist you are in general, this may or may not be where you end your project. Now, I say may or may not be because um, the next few steps are highlights and shadows and after effects. But on that note, let's talk a little bit more about coloring. Now, coloring is something that can be very tricky, and it took me a while to learn um, what really looks good in coloring. Um, you see, especially when I was first starting out, I loved to use bright neon colors, and there's nothing really wrong with that. It's just, um, after a while, a lot of neon color really starts to get to the eyes, and when I started to learn this, I began desaturating my colors more and more. Um, yet again, there's nothing wrong with using neon colors, just keep in mind to use them in moderation. Because, well, like I said before, a lot of neon on the eyes can be very straining. And um, it's very important to keep in mind that for your audience as well, it can also be very straining. Now, of course, a little neon here and there, like, for example, if you were drawing a cityscape of a very neon city, um, you know, with lots of neon signs and whatnot, that would make a lot of sense. And because there's a lot more to a city than just neon signs, there are a lot more desaturated colors as well, which will make a nice balance with the neon signs surrounding it. Now, if you're doing something like a character illustration where it's all neon all the time, that's where there can really be problems. So always keep in mind that um, desaturated colors are actually your friend. They're not just dull versions of, of the neon. They are their own beautiful thing. And sometimes I find desaturated colors to look more... Uh, to look more beautiful than neon ones do. Um, 
so keep in mind that just because you're getting a little desaturated doesn't mean there isn't still beauty to be found. Um, and like I said, all things in moderation. So, for the majority of your scene, um, you're probably going to want it to be more desaturated. You don't want it to necessarily be dull, you just don't want to strain the eyes. And oftentimes, and I know this from experience, as an artist, um, you gloss, uh, you aren't able to fully tell whether or not something is eye straining because well, you've been working on it for an hour, two hours, three hours, however long. Your eyes have become used to it. Um, eyes of somebody um, in your audience or somebody looking at it will not necessarily be. So it's, it's very important to step back and take a look after your coloring um, to make sure that it's not too much for somebody's beautiful peepers. Um, yet again, desaturated colors can be very good. Now, there are just tons and tons of things about colors. Um, there's color theory, there's, um, there's undertones, there's overtones. Oh my goodness, there's so much to coloring. Um, but I'm going to give you what I use. Um, I'm just going to talk more in depth about what I use with colors because, well, I don't typically use all of the methods. I kind of have my own regime going on. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to cover that mainly. So the first thing is keeping with a cons consistent color palette. As for as much as I love rainbows everywhere, every color which way, um, oftentimes keeping a consistent color palette will enhance your artwork. I recommend um, starting off with just five or six colors. Um, now, obviously, depending on what you're doing exactly, you may need more colors, and that's perfectly understandable. It's just I personally find um, when I'm doing things such as character illustration, having a very simple palette of just a few colors is enough. Um, and keep in mind that you're also allowed to have variations of these colors as well, um, especially when it comes to making highlights and shadows. And, you know, art is art. You're not locked into this palette either. Um, I'm just recommending what I do, and that is that, you know, you keep with a consistent color palette. Um, like I said, you can use variations of these colors, lighter or darker, saturated, desaturated, that's fine. Just keep in mind that um, keeping a consistent palette, especially with things like reoccurring characters, reoccurring animals, reoccurring scenes and or locations, you're going to want to have that um, palette reoccurring as well. Um, so that's something to keep in mind. The other thing about colors that um, I find really cool is that oftentimes across different um, across different different platforms, um, you will find the hexadecimal system. Now, the hexadecimal system, when it comes to colors, is actually incredibly useful. Basically, every single color um, that an LCD screen can generate, anyway. Um, has its own hexadecimal code. 
which is a code made up of numbers and letters, um, usually preceded by a hashtag at the very beginning. Um, and this code allows you to take this color, whether it be your favorite color or the color of a palette that um, you really love, with you wherever it is that you're going. Um, whether you decide to take from your Procreate, um, take from your Procreate palette and input that into Photoshop, or take that from Photoshop and input it into, let's say, a video game, or take that from that video game and put it into somewhere, somewhere else. Um, hexadecimal codes have become one of my most favorite things in recent times. Um, I love Procreate with all of my heart, and it really is the only art program that I use. But there are occasions where I um, go into a video game or some sort of art game um, and find that I am lacking my favorite colors in the, in the save slots. So, um, in order to compensate for that, I go into Procreate. Um, take a few screenshots or just copy and paste it to my notes and then boom I can just input all of those awesome colors into whatever game I'm playing um, and on occasion when I do have to use some other art program for a very specific project or something of that nature I can input hexadecimal codes into that too which is always very useful so hexadecimal is very useful for whenever you have to do something on a separate platform. Um, and I found myself using it quite a few times with website design and other things. So just keep in mind um, that not every art program has the same color wheel, color wheel, color square, or just color system altogether. Usually hexadecimal will work. So... Now we move on to the technique of color layering. Now color layering is something that can be very simple or very complicated depending on what type of work you're creating. If you're working in a more realistic field, oftentimes color layering will be instrumental and possibly very complicated because in a lot of realistic artwork, there's a lot of color layering and um, Oftentimes, with that comes a lot of layers for your layering. Um, whereas, if you're doing something more simple, like for example, um, something like a cartoon or something of that nature, you know, something more like, for example, um, SpongeBob or The Loud House, um, and I mean like those normal scenes of SpongeBob, not like the weirdly realistic ones then you're probably only going to need one layer of coloring. Um, I personally only really work with one layer of coloring, um, the exception being whenever I'm um, painting painting, um, but other than that, I usually just use a single layer and things come out pretty well. Um, now, of course, that doesn't mean that you, there aren't in-betweens where you use a few layers um, and not necessarily a lot of layers of color, just keep in mind that um, the spectrum is pretty wide. So, yeah, that's most of what I've got to say about color. Oh, and the last thing, keep your coloring and inking layers separate. 
Um, the reason why is because you may need to use your inking later on for a coloring book. You may want to use it, um, you may need to correct it, actually, um, or something of that nature. And I know personally from using Procreate, I absolutely love the program, but removing color completely from something is a pain in the butt. And I have a feeling this goes for a bunch of other art programs too. So keep in mind that if you don't want to experience some hair pull-out pain, just, just keep it separate. So, yeah. Um, speaking of digital art yet again, if you all... Um, would oblige me and check out my uh, the first link in the digital uh, in the uh, in the podcast episodes description down below. I cannot talk right now. Um, I have a link to my course, the Seekers to Digital Art with Procreate course. Um, it's a master course where you learn basically everything there is to know about Procreate, um, everything there is to know about the digital art schematic, like somehow in even more detail than what I'm sharing here, which I'm not sure is even possible, um, but it, it's true. So yeah, please do go check that out. I also have a link of links down below as well for all of my other stuff, and I will see you all in the next one.